G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And I'm Liv. Yes, we don't have Mike for the podcast today. As you can hear in my voice, um, we had a very big celebration for Voyager making it through to the grand final last night, didn't we, Liv? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. And uh, I think I've taken someone's spot today. Yeah, Mike's having a little rest day. Um, now, he's fine and he's sort of awake and all good, but his voice is gone very much. So he's resting it for the big day tomorrow. So Liv has joined me from the Ausvision team. Now, we're in the press center. We are in a very unusual room. <laughs> so a lot of blue, some fake flowers, feathers. There's this funny-looking peacock behind us. It's it's a real mascot moment. We'll have a photo up to uh, show you the environment we're doing this in. Now, we're going to go through the results of last night's semi-final, and let's just start off with Australia. Voyager made it. We kind of always knew they were going to, but the fact that they were announced quite late just got the nerves going and kind of made the excitement a bit more uh, prevalent, though. Yeah, I mean, that was my first live grand final ever. So to have that moment where they announced Austria before us, <laughs> yeah. my heart just went, doo, 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 and then I was like, okay, wait, 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 no, 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 it wasn't us. And then it was Australia, and then I was just going absolutely bananas. Everyone around me went nuts. It was definitely a really good reaction from the crowd. Yeah, exactly. I think if it was early, the, the reaction wouldn't have been as strong. And even Voyager themselves were just going off in the arena, which is fantastic. Now, actually, before we're going to go through the rest of the songs, we did get a chance to talk talk to Scott from Voyager today and we're just going to listen to the interview here now. G'day, welcome to Aussie Vision. I have the amazing Scott from Voyager here, fresh off making the grand final of Eurovision 2023. First of all, congratulations. Thank you so much, man. It was such a rush. Uh, yeah, I just can't believe. I think there was water being thrown from every glass uh, from our, our green room. <laughs> it was amazing. And I mean, like, describe the feeling because you guys were left quite late in the announcement. We were in the stadium. Look, we felt very confident, but when it gets later and later and later, the nerves kind of build up. It seemed like you guys celebrated yeah. immensely. Um, what was that feeling like? Just incredible, man. I think if any, if anything, it was kind of more fun to be, you know, dragged through uh, the the list, you know, a little later because you know sometimes that suspense can be really entertaining. So <laughs> we just kind of leaned into it. I think we, we're all feeling pretty confident, but you know, at the end of the day, you never know until you know. So <laughs> it felt it felt unreal, dude. It was awesome. Oh yeah, you celebrated accordingly. It was it was incredible, and so did the crowd. And talking about the crowd. The reaction in the arena was huge for like when you came on, when you performed and after and announced. Um, did you hear the crowd and the noise as you were performing? Oh, yeah. I, I have my music pretty cranked in my in-ears. And even then, I could just hear everyone going, oh, oh, like over the top of my in-ear mix, which is mind-blowing. Um, yeah, the energy was just electric and we, we really – we really felt the love from every angle of the arena. It was just, yeah, words don't adequately describe it. It was just incredible, man. <laughs> and um, talking about the love from the arena, um, there was a lot of your family and friends, uh, I believe. Uh, one of our team members was with them as well, Kyriakos. Um, have you got yeah. to speak to your family? Um, how, how are they feeling after the, the whole announcement? Oh, incredible. I mean, my, my partner flew over from Perth um, just a few days ago to, to catch us and she was absolutely elated. I've sent an, an email back to my mum. She's rather busy at the moment. So we're just sort of, you know, keeping keeping track of how everything is going by email. 
Um, she was stoked. She's a very critical person, I must say. So trying to impress her is uh, it's a challenge sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it's been awesome. I'm I'm stoked. It's been great to have uh, like our own little Voyager team here with us as well. The, the extended Voyager family. It's it makes us feel more at home. Oh yeah, there are so many Australians on the ground here. I'm like, we're like cockroaches. We're everywhere, basically. It's ridiculous. Um, it's- everywhere I look, there's an Australian flag in some corner somewhere. It's incredible, man. I was not expecting that. And I think that's the buzz you brought um, to the competition. Everyone's really pumped uh, about you guys and the entry itself. I mean, on top of just from your family, have you heard much from back home? Was where your phones blowing up from everyone back in Australia? I don't think I've had that many notification numbers on any of my apps like I did this morning. It was absolutely insane. <laughs> like we're still trying to rifle through all of it now to find every last comment. You know, we we want to try and interact with everyone we can because that's that's our style. We like, you know, we love our fans, we love our family, we love, you know, we want to show our appreciation to everybody that that has supported us over the years and recently. So yeah, it's it's been extremely overwhelming in the in the best possible way, you know. And look, I mean, you guys finished, I mean, the show finished late last night. And by the time you, I guess, get to leave and get back to your hotels and something, it must be pretty late. Um, what's that next kind of 12 to 24 hours look like for you? Because I know you've just had one dress rehearsal. You've got the grand final jury show tonight. How do you kind yep. of, how do you come down from that high and start to prepare and to look up, you know, in, within 24 hours for another massive show for 50% of your points? I think we are just, we've never done anything like this before, <laughs> to, to be perfectly honest. Uh, <laughs> so I think we're all just trying to, to work out how to keep our energy reserved for when we need it most. Um, you know, I, I think we're, um, we're just after Czechia and we all absolutely adore that song and, and them as people. So that's sort of our, our hype song to get back onto the stage and, that's definitely going to help us out a lot too. You know, it's just feeding off the the positive energy of everyone in the room and 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 all all the viewers at home. You know, just getting all of these messages of support. You know, it's it's um it's invigorating. And even if you're a, you, you know your adrenaline and, and your body is like screaming for you to sleep, uh, um, you can find those energy reserves. You know. Yeah, I think that arena must do it for sure. Uh, and also, I mean, look, uh, obviously, I know you don't do the vocals of anything, and we've got Danny and Alex, but you obviously perform it very well. Don't don't get me wrong. But uh, Danny <laughs> and Alex having to like really look after their voice. Are they doing the whole Kate Miller high key thing and like don't talk to me, or are they just ignoring and powering through? <laughs> oh, they're powering through. You know them. They're soldiers. They they've done. You know, we did twenty one gigs in twenty four days, forty minute sets uh, in Europe late last year. So. They're troopers, man, and they're absolutely crushing it, if I must say so myself. And so just to finish off here, um, obviously you've drawn 15th in the running order. How are you feeling about the the whole grand final? Do you guys have any expectations? Um, are you happy with where you are in the running order? We're very happy with the second half. I think it's a really good position for us. But, I mean, honestly, after we got the qualification last night, we um, we just said, man, it's all gravy from here. Honestly, we've already won. We already won getting here in the first place. So I think for us, we'd be obviously we'd be happy to get somewhere closer to the top. Um, but for us, you know, yeah, we've we've already made the win, man. It's it's um it's almost a weight off our shoulders now. We can just really lean into it and just have some fun with it now. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it was like winning the grand final last night. We celebrated very heavily on your behalf. Uh, the whole Aussie Vision team. I'm lucky to have a voice, I must say. So look. 
thank you so <laughs> <Same>. much for your <laughs> thank you so much for your time, Scott. I'll let you go. I know there's so much to do, but congratulations from all of us at Audiovision. We're so proud of what you and the whole band have achieved and how amazing you've been during this entire journey. And good luck for the next 24 hours. We know you're gonna smash it. Thank you, man. We we just want to extend an, a, a massive thank you to you guys as well because we really do feel the love and the support from Aussie Vision. You guys have been phenomenal to us and given us all of the power and energy we need to keep doing this. So thank you guys as well. Uh, no, our pleasure. Thanks, Scott. A lot of great insights there, but I think what I found interesting is how they handle going from semi-final two on Thursday night to grand final tonight, and they just keep powering through and they're not resting their voice Kate Miller high-key style. Yeah, I think there definitely is always a bit of a disadvantage if you are a semi-final two artist, because you do have to just go straight back into it. There's no days off or anything, so anyway, hopefully they've uh, still got enough uh, lung left in them to keep going. Alright, well let's talk about some of the probably the more obvious qualifiers. Look, Austria, I don't think it was ever in doubt was it I mean I, I was a bit doubtful for a while because of some of the performances in the dress rehearsals but I thought they brought it yeah I mean I think the song was already a good enough quality especially in this particular semi the concept was good enough um, they did bring a lot of energy to the stadium and the reaction was one of the best of the night so I think this was always safely through now one of the favorites in the betting but not one of my personal favorites Armenia oh god I have to say that staging is very good I think that probably sailed through oh yeah I already love Love this unlike a few other people from the podcast um, so this met all expectations for me she's just so stunning the concept is amazing she was in the death slot of two and she came out on top and qualified yeah she must be one of the first um, to qualify from the slot two for many years I think it might even be 2017 or something like that so good on Armenia a couple of other ones I think that always seem to be very comfortable about qualifying here Slovenia and also Belgium I thought they both brought great performances Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Slovenia definitely, it was much more exciting to have them announced as the 10th qualifier than Norway, <laughs> let's put it that way, because I think we all assumed Norway was going through, but then there were some question marks. It was like, oh God, is Slovenia not going to make it? So no, I think that they were never in doubt. Gustav, Belgium, has just gone from strength to strength, I think, and I would not be surprised if he won that semi. Yeah, he'll be up there. Great uh, running order in the fifth up and following some kind of more ballady songs. He brought it. It works so well. And I think particularly for a semi-final audience where they're a bit more knowledgeable, a bit more, this is a bit more palatable for them, I think. He just smashed it. So I think he was very safely through as well there. Now, let's talk about Cyprus. Aussie Andrew Lambrew. We've been following his journey for so long and he did such a great performance and it was just wonderful seeing him get through. Mike in the arena was actually in literal tears about it. Oh, I was so excited for Andrew. Uh, at the end of the night, actually, I managed to catch his family just outside the stadium, and they were so proud of him. Everyone went nuts when he... Like, it was definitely one of the best vocal performances of the night. Very dramatic, and I loved every moment of him. I'm so glad he made it through to the final. And also, um, Lithuania and Poland. Let's talk about those two. Um, very different female solo acts, but we were always confident about those two getting through. Yeah, Lithuania, I mean, it takes a bit to keep them down. You know, if they've got a good vocal and a really solid song, then pretty much always they'll make it through to the final. So I think Monica definitely had a standout vocal of the night, and uh, there was something quite special about the way she sort of almost closed out the show. 
Yeah, I think this, it, it just looks so slick and professional and well done. And I just think it stood out for that reason. And look, the crowd really liked the Chuto Tuto part of it. And uh, I think the way that the backing singers come in and some little moments worked really well. And she's a bit of a dark horse about how she can do in the grand final. We'll obviously talk about that in our grand final prediction. But um, yeah, really impressive um, song, for the, which was a big shock surprise win in the national final, but coming through. And what about Poland? Oh, she was phenomenal. <laughs> like, you know, we needed some kind of like fun little upbeat boppy thing to be chucked in that part of the um, running order. So I think, you know, they, they did take away like a tiny amount of the, the graphics and stuff like that from what we saw in the press center in the lead up. So I think they've got the balance little bit better they probably could take a few more things away but I think this was always safely through as well it was a great performance yeah it was a fun bop um, fun girly bop in the semi-final works she did so well the crowd loves it and I think everyone stopped unironically loving it and actually are just loving it for what it is because it's a good fun performance and she did a great job and yes Mike was going off I think that's why he lost his voice he kept singing solo <laughs> and dancing to it all night long so well done her I think she might get a bit stomped on in the grand final but making it was the main thing all right, well, that only leaves a couple left that qualified. And probably for some people, some surprising ones. Not so much for us, I don't think. Let's start with let's start with Estonia, because I think that was the one battling for that kind of maybe ninth or 10th spot. Yeah, for me, Estonia and Georgia were the real toss-ups for me. I felt like one of them was going to get through big female uh, vocal dramatic something or other they were both in parts of the running order where they could kind of just sneak in and on the night I've got to admit uh, Estonia definitely edged out Georgia for me because she just had much more tidy performance and she just has a better song really it is it is a better song there is a song there <laughs> you can understand what she's saying she does a great vocal and she has that wonderful moment at the end when I just think that was enough with a couple of other kind of friendly nations you have Lithuania Denmark the even Australia and a lot of those other kind of countries are like a UK well just like a well put together female ballad that's done well like people like this at Eurovision and so I think she was far enough away from a, like a Lithuania there were different ballads but I think that helped in a way even being earlier so I was really a really really pleased to see uh, Estonia get in and let's talk about Albania because I tell you what Liv we've been on this train from back in December I wavered a little bit but god they brought it and they really deserve their spot yeah I mean we always saw the potential in this one and for me it was as soon as you hear that little instrumentation and it just had a huge point of difference both in visuals and sound and uh, I think there definitely is a place for it in the final to you know create some diversity and to have an act that's a little bit different so I'm very very pleased that it got through. Yeah they've really elevated that staging and it just stood out totally so um, it's really gone up in my kind of favourites actually like I've always been around the 10 I'm around the top five now for Albania personal um, uh, favorite I just thought they've actually absolutely brought it so I was super happy to see them get announced and didn't you say they were gonna get announced first I did I gotta admit I'm two for two on this one I predicted that Croatia would be announced as the first qualifier from the first semi and I predicted that Albania would be the first qualifier from the second so look at me go that's a random predictions to get right um, all right let's go to um, the ones that didn't miss out um, sadly Denmark he opened the show I think we we're always worried about this because the vocals weren't particularly strong and the concept maybe not completely fully baked yeah I mean look they didn't have as many of their voting allies in there and I think most of all is 
look, Riley's vocal hasn't been the best since he's got to Eurovision and the mixture between the distortions and what he's doing. I just think, you know, viewers just looked at that and went, there's just so many strong vocalists here. I'm going to look to them. Yeah, and openers have a pretty much a 50-50 record of getting through. Norway got through, he's missed out Denmark, so keeping up that tradition going, actually. Um, Georgia, this is probably the one that might have just missed out here. Um, I, I, was, I, I was choosing between Estonia or Georgia to get through. Um, what, did you, what did you think of this? Uh, I really feel for Iru because, like, she was devastated and, you know, Georgia's had a bit of a patchy record recently, so it would have been fantastic to to do something really amazing and grand. But, yeah, like you said before, there isn't really a song there, and that's sort of what stood out to me during this Eurovision week is that there's not much... How do you sink your teeth into this song? Mm. I mean, the visual performance was dramatic and stuff, but it was just missing some kind of key element to actually bring it together. And... Yeah, how do you latch onto it? It's just noise. Yeah, I always felt that and that it needed super dramatic staging. And I think they started with super dramatic staging that you needed to go into different levels and it just stayed at the same level and didn't do anything else. Um, I haven't haven't gone back and watched it. It did sound like, I mean, maybe vocally she has a tone that also is a bit, you know, uh, Vegemite-ish in a way that some people will love it, some people might might grate on them. So, yeah, I feel for them. I thought they put in a an proper effort this year, and I think maybe they've just missed out. Um, but personally, I think it was the right thing that she didn't get through. Not against her, but the song. Greece. I thought he did a good job, Victor. Yeah, I think it's um, come a long way since the start of rehearsals to now, so we can definitely be very proud of that performance. The crowd actually gave him quite a lot of support. It's not uh, the most poppy song out there, so to get the crowd really going does take a little bit, and he really did work the crowd. He um, should be very proud of that performance. Yeah, he's a talent. Uh, I think it's a good song, and I think he had a great vocal. You know, we've said previously about the staging that it, it probably was a bit messy overall, and yeah, I don't know, maybe, uh, again, with juries, I think this would be a song juries would really love. If there was juries, I think he would have got through. But I did always have some doubts about that tally vote. So it's come through. Uh, Iceland. I thought she put in a great performance. But ultimately, the song's the song. Yeah, totally agree. I um, don't think the staging was also the most realised idea either. I mean, look, the best part was definitely her. She really gave it a roll. She had a little moments. It just felt all a little bit kind of messy and shouty at times and you know there were just better female songs to vote for really it's basically leds and her and her running up and down the stage she, she was trying to do her most to fill that stage but ultimately she wasn't really given anything to work with so it was a little bit already dead on arrival unfortunately but she did a great job um romania speaking of dead on arrival <laughs> you take us through it uh live um look they they tried a bunch of different things I think the acoustic at the start was the thing to do but I have never heard a crowd more dead for a Eurovision entry genuinely mm. in my life than in that moment it was um, I feel a bit I feel very sorry for Theodore because he's uh, obviously trying extremely hard but the song wasn't there the package wasn't there and yeah they definitely shouldn't have qualified yeah exactly I think he's a he's got a great voice I love the acoustic part but from all of you probably would have seen we, we like ripped the staging yesterday and I hope that you can see that the fact that I just thought it was there's a taste level uh, missing there for this and you know what Romania's in a bit of dire straits at the moment um, do you reckon they'll come back next year and what can they do because you do know Romanian music scene quite well yeah I mean there's a lot of 
chatter amongst the fans. I mean, I feel like there is every year. They think they're going to withdraw every year at this point. But I think, honestly, if they were to take a little break, go back to the drawing board and come back with a bang like Bulgaria, for instance, I think they should just give it a shot, anything at this point, to try and turn things around back in the right direction. Yeah, no, fair enough. And final one, San Marino, no surprise. Um, We all knew this was not going to qualify. I thought they did a decent job, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was some uh, activity from the crowd. It wasn't completely dead. Um, They had a great time. It's always going to be hard to rouse the crowd for a song like that. It doesn't really have a proper hook to get into. um, But I think they should have been, you know, pretty happy with that performance. It's come a long way from the national final. Yeah, so that was it. Those were all the qualifiers. Now, um, without going into a lot of detail, Running Order was obviously released as well. Let's just start with Voyager. Uh, They drew 15th, drew the second half. Uh, they follow Czech Republic, and then Belgium is after them. Tell me I'm saying that right. That is correct. Woohoo, my brain is still working. Um, what do you think about their running order? Um, look, I think this bunch of songs would have been very difficult for them to choose anything, to be honest, because there's a lot of big props. They have to take that into account. It's not just stylistic reasons mm-hmm. why they do these things. Contrary to a lot of belief, they don't actually know the results of the people who do the running order um, but they can you know have a vibe going on I guess yeah. um, I think Australia should be reasonably happy with that position uh, I would have preferred to be maybe let's say before Brunette just to have a, a bit of a different song but um yeah, it felt like it popped a little bit in the recap this morning that we saw. Yeah, exactly. Look, the main thing was second half. We need a second half. We got it. Would have I liked to be maybe around where Germany is kind of thing in 21st? Possibly. Maybe not next to Norway. But I don't know. Maybe a little bit later. But um, I was talking to someone in the press centre, Lisa Jane Lewis, and she's basically saying, hey, Voyager put that down. They put their song down and then people have something to compare it to. So Germany then comes on after. And look, we all know they're different, but the average viewer will probably be like, "Mm, they're kind of the similar thing. Voyager get to put down their thing first. And I think that's a better thing to do rather than follow something. Because then they're like, oh, another rock song, another kind of medley thing where Voyager comes and gets the big bang to start with. Yeah, tend to agree. I think we're a bit more realised if you do it in that way. Yeah, and any other comments about the overall running order? Because obviously we've got Sweden in 9th and we've got Finland in 13th. There's a few things around Sweden, like Spain beforehand, and you've got Italy and Estonia before Finland. I will say, watching the recap this morning, seeing that run of France, Cyprus, Spain, and then into Sweden... I think that was honestly fantastic for Lorraine because you had a strong song followed by another strong song and vocal followed by another strong song and vocal and she was just still head and heels above them. So it's kind of like if you're going to put all these amazing vocalists before her and she's still standing out, for me, it was a big win for her where she is in the running order. Yeah, and also, do you think there's a flip side here that you're going to have two really good vocalists in Marco Mangoni from Italy and Alika from Estonia before Garia, where his vocals may be not the strongest in the world? Eh, possibly. I feel like... Um yeah, possibly they could eat up some of his votes, but I'm actually more worried about, honestly, Czech Republic after Finland. They're two very strong songs that are... Oh, they're very different genres, but like I feel like there is some kind of competition for votes there in a way they just feel a little bit too similar I would have preferred a little bit more space Fair enough, alright and the last bit of news that we got today was that Luxembourg is coming back, Uh, I think this is a good thing. Unreal, I mean I've never seen them in the competition so (laughs) 
That would be very exciting for me. Yeah, no, I haven't even, I mean, I've gone back and watched it, but never since I was following the contest. And look, we're running low on numbers. Uh, I think it's a bit like anyone want to come in. So hopefully that means maybe if they're low on numbers, they should keep Australia in the contest. I think uh, that would be pretty good. Yes, please. Well, that's it for today. Uh, thanks for joining us. Obviously, we're in the press centre, so it has been a little bit noisy. Um, but I want to thank you to live for stepping in for Mike on his little rest day. Happy to help out. All right, we'll catch you later. See ya.